everybody welcome back to jet set dynasty football brian stein and always well sometimes i'm jb sometimes i give a different name because Mo- most I'm times to be funny most times today is today just JB. the ides of march march 15th i believe it's the ides of march march good for us free agent frenzies upon us nice <laughs> we've, we've had a a pretty interesting first three four five six days whatever it's been from tampering it's it's so funny. I think the biggest stories are just stuff that hasn't happened yet, which I think is interesting. Yeah, well, stuff that that hasn't happened yet, and stuff like that with like Lamar and with Aaron and yeah, well, I was saying stuff that kind of sort of happened but didn't really happen. So obviously, we're gonna do we're gonna do an FA recap today. Everything that's happened, we'll talk about what we we'll also talk about best available players. We're gonna obviously focus on fantasy stuff. We're not gonna talk about defense. Um, I want to talk about one or two like linemen that have made some moves because I think that is interesting. But yep, that's what we're gonna do. We'll talk about all the hot nonsense. We'll get back to college next week uh, and evaluating prospects because there's just too much to talk about. It's gonna take us a long time. So should we just jump into it? Yep. So let's start with I think the most important thing since we've last recorded and. The number one pick has been traded. So the Carolina Panthers have acquired the first overall pick in exchange for the ninth overall pick, the 61st overall pick, a 2024 first, a 2025 second, and DJ fucking Moore. Silly Panthers. Who's CJ Stroud going to throw to? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, it makes no sense. And they've still yet to really address that, except for the signing of Peyton Hurst. But. I don't know what to say hey, here. Tight end's a rookie quarterback's best friend. That's, it's true. Hurst ain't bad. Her, no, he ain't bad. I mean, I, so usually we expect two first-round picks, which they did technically get for, for the 101. Yes. So, and I think DJ Moore probably would get a first-round pick on his own, like out in the market. I think so because he's be on a more friendlier yeah, like what? I think still like a top twelve paid receiver, but still. Yeah, I think it's probably it's a little bit less than that. I feel like some of these guys have gotten paid, mm. but this is exactly. I would say so far, this the, is everything the Bears wanted. The Bears have won free agency so far, not just with this, but some of the other signings they've made. The only glaring hole right now they really have is running back, and I think that right now it's kind of safe to say that they're winning free agency. They really are. Just the one thing that you needed more than anything else was a receiver. And you knew this draft class and free agency class was big old bunch of doo-doo. Yeah. You were able to get DJ Moore, a guy who would run circles around any of these people who are available to you. And you still got two picks out of it. And you got two second-round picks added to it. Yeah. And now you just open the checkbook and you pay two linebackers. Talks Mm -hmm. about bringing in Orlando Brown Jr., I hope they do it. Like I hope they do too. And I mean, they're probably going to take um, a Paris Johnson or a Northwestern offensive tackle. Squar- yeah, Skaronsky, Skaronsky. I, think, I think that's how you say it. I'm always bad at it. At 109, that probably makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, this team is looking actually kind of good. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm trying to, we say this every year. There's always one team that wins free agency. I'm trying to think who it was last year. It might have been the Jets. Or with their draft and or, I think, well, yeah, the Jets won the draft. I think the Dolphins won free agency last year because they traded for Tyreek. They they traded for Tyreek, and then I don't know what else they did. I feel like they did some other big moves. I don't know, but there's always one team that inevitably seems to win free agency and doesn't really ever transfer over to the season. But I think the big thing here is that the quarterback is in place mm-hmm. and you're getting the weapons around him. I think. DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney are a great one-two punch. Yeah, and you have Claypool, Chase Claypool which is, if he's your third option, yes. take it from Steelers fans. That's a pretty solid third option. Yeah, and then maybe Not Vellis. 30-second pick, thanks for that. But Maybe Vellis Jones, question mark. No, Vellis Jones is dead. But, and then you still he will the, die of old age. And you've got the tight end, Cole Komet, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that offense is looking good. Like we said, they, they made a lot of moves on the defensive side of the ball to really shore up that defense after getting rid of Roquan last year. They don't look now, but they could very well fight to win that division. I was going to say, now that the Packers are open season, the (laughs) Vikings look worse and worse by the day. They did sign a cornerback. I'm like, good, (laughs) defense guys, good job. Yeah, something, I guess. But, yeah, I I am very surprised at how aggressive the Bears have been. I love it. I think Mm -hmm. it's great. There's also talks that Carolina will try and spin this pick again, which – why not? You already took yourself out of the, the true elite guys of this draft. Just keep going back. Yeah. I mean, the, it just doesn't make any sense. You'll get a starter easy at nine, but if someone comes back at you with more picks, hell yeah, trade back again. Yeah, so I think well, I think the move here is it, like if they can figure out who the Texans want or who the Colts want mm-hmm. and then say, hey, trade back to four, give me a, you know, King's ransom, make up for what I lost, and then still get the quarterback you want. So I think that's there's a lot that's going to happen here. I'm I'm super excited for it. Yeah, I so I really like it from the Bears' perspective. Uh, the Panthers, I'm a little bit more skeptical of, unless they do end up pulling the trade back, which I'm like, you're playing four D chess at that point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're that smart to do it, but there have been rumblings of of it not being. I mean, they're done. literally bringing in every quarterback in. They're hiding their cards. They're like, we yeah. have a guy, but if, but like how we say, we don't think the difference between Bryce Young and CJ Stroud is that significant. Yeah. If they think they can get Stroud a little bit later or Young a little bit later, mm. maybe easily to be like, yeah, yeah, trade back. I don't ever really buy, because I think there's some, whether it's with them or with the Texans that like, they like all of these guys. Mm. That never happens. There's there never is, there's never a scenario where it's like, oh, I want all three of these guys. There is one similarity between NFL GMs and Dynasty players. There's not a <laughs> lot of them. They all have their guys. Yes. They are, fall in love with their guys. Yes. That is the one thing that puts us all together. Especially when if, we scout and we play this game, we fall in love with people and we'll do anything to get them. Yes. And that's... And I think that will always hold true, especially at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. It's like you could be like, "Oh no!" Like Paris Johnson, Skoronek, Ben Skoronek yeah. is who I keep trying to say, but Skoronsky. It's like, okay, you don't get one, and you want the other. Like that's not that big of a deal. But the quarterback position, you're always going to have your guy. Yep. Uh-huh. Like, and even with like even wide receivers stuff like that, we saw it with the whole Justin Jefferson thing. Like they they knew that was their guy, and like they kind of played him a little bit, and um, and it worked out for them. So. I, yeah, I'm super excited for this trade. I, I love it for the Bears. I, I'm kind of low key rooting for the Bears right now. Like, I kind of am too because the Vikings are co- like all they have is Justin Jefferson 
and that's it. Packers now that Aaron Rodgers don't excite me, and the Bears are the most exciting team. Yeah, and that's that's all I can ask for in an NFC team, especially now. It's like a couple years ago, I found myself rooting for the the Rams, and now the Rams are in shambles. Like, there's but not... watch out them lines though. Watch I, out. For I know them lines. the lines. I mean, how crazy is could it be that the Lions and the Bears are fighting for the number one seed, and then the Packers are the bottom of that division? I could see it. It's oh, not... I could too. It's not that far out. It's not that crazy, is it? Uh uh-uh. uh I wonder who is the favorite to win the division right now. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. But in that same vein, so Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show today, and semi-loosely committed to the trade he said he intends to play for the new york jets this year he said that the teams need to iron out the details i guess Mm -hmm. we had heard that they already had it in place we're waiting for him to just say go but i think that was one other thing that Aaron Rodgers said it in the interview. He was saying a lot of reports have been stretched out or just straight up not true. Yeah. I think that's one of them because we had a report even before that that a uh, that interview aired mm-hmm. saying uh, Green Bay will wait all the way up to the draft to get the compensation they think they deserve for Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. I'm like, oh, so he's right. So Rodgers is telling the truth. Yeah. He, <laughs> like they want the two first round picks that everyone keeps reporting that they want. And they're not going to get them because they're in a one man bidding war. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I, 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 I just want to be. I, I want to be official. The price will get higher because at this point, Jets are clawing at the door. Jets fans are clawing at the doors of the stadium, being like, "What are you doing? Like, so, like trade for this guy already?" Because right now, what can you get for Aaron Rodgers in a one-man bidding war? A third? Well, that no. Thirty-nine-year-old. There's no way he's, he's got to be worth at least a first-round pick. We talked about this a little bit last week. Right? You have to get at least a first-round pick out of him. Mm-hmm. Because but it's hard to get a first round pick for a thirty nine year old quarterback in a one man bidding war. Well, but when you just look at it, say, hey, look, he's under contract with us what for like the next four or five years. Now the concern is, oh no, is he like? He's never going to commit to that contract. He's never fully going to commit to that contract. I think he will. I think he will because I think he the reason why he's so wishy washy right now and has been for the past three or four years is because Green Bay has kind of treated him like shit. Like, they have. Like, they've never gotten him the weapons, never used first-rounder, and the one time they used the first-rounder an offensive weapon, it's a fucking quarterback to mm-hmm. replace him. Like, I think that he just wants somebody to love him. I think that's his entire thing. His family doesn't – he doesn't get along with his family. He constantly is breaking up with women. He just wants somebody to love him. He needs a fucking hug. I'll give you a hug, Aaron. But And so will the Jets. So will every Jets fan walking down the street in New York. So I think that – I think he absolutely will play this contract out. He may even get a one- or two-year extension because – this team with Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Ty, what's his face? Conklin isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Plus that young and sexy defense under Sala, like they're instantly playoff. They're already they're, once he's on the team, boom, playoffs. AFC East turns in the hardest division. Yeah, uh, Bills, Dolphins, yeah, Jets. I get Aaron Rodgers. They're close. I would say. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fine. I guess so, because it's like you like to say, you want to say the AFC West still? No, nah, not anymore. Not, it was like we thought it was going to be, but yeah, not anymore. Broncos stink. Russ might stink. Well, we don't know that. They might be good. He might be good again. I saw a full year's worth of work saying that, that this team stinks. 
and they might trade their receivers. The one yeah. thing they had going well, for them. That's the whole other thing too. Yeah, but so yeah, Rogers has semi committed. It's not not official yet. Did you see the the Schefter tweet? That like with the the text. Yeah, I thought it was funny. That's fake, right? No, like, it's real. No. Way. Yeah, did you listen to the interview? No, I didn't listen to the interview. He basically said, and like Schefter texted me, and like I told him lose my number, and he literally screenshot the thing that says like that says nice try, lose this number. It's <laughs> wild. That's crazy. Schefter also a maniac lower like full lowercase spelling on that text. I know. Well, that's why I thought it was the fake. Name. Yeah, that, no, that, that's literally a mad person. That's why I thought it was fake. I also want to know which phone it is because I think he's got. Oh, he's got multiple phones. You know, he's got multiple phones. Did you see the the? It wasn't him. It might have been Rappaport. It was like he was doing a live hit and he answered his phone on on during the live. Oh, Schefter. I think I saw that. I don't know. It wasn't Schefter. I don't think. No, no. I think it was somebody else. And it was. He's like, okay, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on live. Do not give that to anybody else. And hangs up. It's like they didn't cut the mic. It's like, oh, that's great. Like this stuff is so cutthroat. It's hilarious. It is. It sounds intimidating. Oh yeah, it it would it sounds like a fun job, but you literally can never be off. Mm-hmm. Like like Shefty probably has a week where he can go on vacation. Like the week after the Super Bowl or two weeks after the Super Bowl, he can go for vacation for a week, and then you've got free agency in the draft, and then the regular season he's tweeting every injury that pops out. Like mm-hmm. he's a madman, absolute madman. But hopefully this Rogers thing gets officially official here. We it needs to be done. But um, yeah, I. Once he's there, the ceiling is the roof. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. We said the same thing about Russ, though. We we got to be careful a little. It's way, bit. Way, way different. I don't know. Way, it's way, is it? It, it is. It's is a, it? It is. In what way? In that Aaron Rodgers is way better than Russ. He it like he's is significantly better he, than Russ. Even if you take Russ's last season in Seattle, he's still better than than Russ. He is, but this is still like the idea of is an older quarterback, and especially in this case, a much older quarterback going to a whole new system. One that I want to say that Aaron Rodgers is not as big of a head case as Russell Wilson is, but that's not entirely true. He's just a different kind of head case. Like Aaron Rodgers is not going to ask for an office in the locker room and not be in with his teammates and stuff like that. Like he's just a little wonky. But I still think, I still think it's kind of a troll job. I definitely, I was going to bring up your I, tweet today because I very much agreed with your tweet. Yeah, because what I really think is happening is not a whole lot of people can hold the media, like have the control over the media that Aaron Rodgers seems to have. Yeah, and I'm sure he likes that power and he likes to have a little bit of fun with it. And also, I think he's just trolling. But I think it's a little bit like Haha, dance for me, media clowns, like. Hunger over my decision. It's like you've been, you've had the stranglehold on players for years. Yeah, that's the whole thing with this Lamar and Aaron Rodgers thing. The main argument about like the both of them is this is the one thing that they're trying to get like real power into the players, like the NBA yeah. has. Like NBA mm-hmm. has full power to the players. NFL is way different. It's power to the league, power to the team. That's the two instances where they're really trying to branch out and make it yeah. so it's the player first. Well, and, and that's the whole thing that there's a little bit of – that's kind of the rumor mill, right, is that the reason why nobody's signing with Lamar is because he's never an agent. And it's like – That and that's, what's a fully guaranteed contract. Well, that's, that's all that, but like – And they're all, the league is already pissed that Cleveland broke that seal, mold, whatever. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with, with him because, yeah, it's I just, think they're going to – somebody's going to get their head on straight – 
I think. I mean, I don't know what the fuck Atlanta's doing. Like, they need. Yeah, they to... sign Heineke. That's a full on like. Maybe we'll get Caleb Williams next year. <laughs> like throw this. I know. In the garbage. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he couldn't be a backup. Ritter's not it. We knew Ritter ain't it. Like, that's how, probably how it's gonna go in Atlanta. Let let, let him back. Let uh, Heineke back up Lamar, and let's just have a fun time down there with mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts. And now who? Johnny Smith. Two tight ends. Drake London. Drake London. Yeah. Um. Speaking of tight ends, I think the next next biggest move was that Darren Waller got traded to the Giants. Let's. I was so happy. I'm not even finishing this. Let's go. <laughs> I was so happy when that dropped. I know he was injured last year. And the year before. He has no, not, not the year before. He has this not is... had 1,000 yards since 2020. Okay, then I'm proven incor- incor- incorrect. I'm sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. Thank you're, you. You're excited. You're you're a Giants fandom. You're you're allowed to be excited. It's just finally some help. It is. It it's a step in the right direction. And I don't. Again, I think it's a self aware Giants thing. You know the wide receiver class isn't that good, but you probably are going to have to dive into it at some point. You know the yeah. wide receiver free agency class is not good, but a, a possible elite tight end is available. That is just as valuable as a top as one of these top receivers. I think. The one thing that scares me, and I hadn't thought of this until now, but this almost scarily kind of feels like Kenny Galladay again. I know they signed him and stuff like that, but I, like injury-ish kind of guy who had one or two really good years but uh, didn't transition. Now, the Kenny Galladay thing was such a like, colossal failure. I just I would love to know why that was such a failure. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's going to be that way. But that's the one thing that gives me a little bit of pause is like, okay, like, can he return to form? They traded a third-round pick for him, so his value was relatively low. If he can get back to 2020 Darren Waller, fuck yeah, let's go. I'm not go. even sure if I like, want tw- – I'm like, I need 2020 Darren Waller. I just need something better than what they had last year. <laughs> that's fine. But, like, right now, he's still kind of your – Push 800 yards. I don't – Yeah, that's fair. 800 yards, close eight to touchdowns. Double, yeah, close to double-digit touchdowns. Yeah, I, I think that would be a win just for you. Just get my man some help. Just get Daniel Jones any type of help to I mean, who, see if he's the guy. Sterling Shepard, the wide receiver, one now. They just re-signed him. Wandale, baby. Oh, yeah. I, I'm still not ready to believe in Wandale. I'm sorry. He can be a, a solid two, I think. He showed enough last year. Then who's year. the one? <laughs> well, we still got to figure that part out. <laughs> Isaiah Hodgins. We already figured hey, that out. Hey, Isaiah did. Hodgins is nice. He's I do, nice. I do like Isaiah Hodgins. But no, I think Hodgins he, and Waller in the, that's cover big, up the middle of the that's field? That's some big boys. That's, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very excited for for the Giants here. They've got, obviously, they've got the Saquon and the Daniel Jones of it set up. Like They're, they're doing what the Bears are doing, just a little bit not as flashy. But it's very hard to do anything flashy with Daniel Jones. God, I wish I could show video through the podcast. <laughs> Dapping up Darren Waller is yeah, the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. Hashtag awkward. Nope. Speaking of hashtag awkward, David Montgomery to the Lions seems like just a loss for everybody involved. I hate I hated it so bad. That came out like that one that dropped at like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, it was, I was late. about to go I, to bed. I, I think I was already asleep. Yeah. It's like, ah, my night's ruined. I'm yeah. not sleeping. Nightmares now. That's literally just the worst. It's like it's good for the Lions on a football sense. Yes, fo- yes. From a non-fantasy perspective, it makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift has been injury prone. You did well with Jamal Williams. Yeah, you need Let's a power up- back and you need health. That's literally the yeah. two exact things that David Montgomery brings to a team. Yeah, 
and I was surprised. That I Ma- guess he got hurt this year, but for well, the he, ma- for he, the main he did, part, he has been relatively healthy for a running back. Mm-hmm. Very very healthy. Yeah, I mean, do you look at this and say, okay, well, David Montgomery can do what Jamal Williams did last year and be a technically running back one with all these touchdowns? Like he's not touching seventeen touchdowns. Well, yeah, of course, no shit, he's not touching seventeen touchdowns. But like, what if he gets ten or twelve? What if he just takes that rollover again and just it, it, DeAndre Swift just gets no touchdowns? I think it just turns into Jamal again, but I guess a better player. It, you're getting a low-end flex player. I think you're getting a mid-end flex player. I think mm-hmm. you're getting a top 30 running back. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's not super sexy. But to be fair, I don't know if David Montgomery was much more than a top 30. He was probably top 24 mm-hmm. back when he was just in Chicago. But, yeah, great football move. Just kind of confusing of the like the the DeAndre Swift of it all. It's like this is a guy that like we just he we feel like he needs every opportunity or he he's good enough that he should be getting like bell cow touches and he doesn't get bell cow touches. Yeah, it it stinks, man. It really does. He, I don't know if it's just his size. I don't know if it's a, his availability. I don't know what it is that yeah. they won't just give it a shot with just given the workload to deandre but they won't yeah it's a bummer is it a sell time for deandre i would maybe call it a i don't know what do you think you could get for him maybe a late first maybe i think you still can get it probably like a 106 yeah this, these aren't ringing endorsements you could tell in our tone of our voice this yeah it's not ringing endorsements so for I, I think Swift. a mid first is still the answer just because He's still there. He's still good. He's still athletic, and that offense is on the up and up. But, yeah, I mean, it's this is a guy that we thought was going to be a top five dynasty running back for mm-hmm. many, many years, and he's just really just underperformed. So let me sucked. present it to you like this. Would you rather have DeAndre Swift uh-huh. or Zach Charbonnet? DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift still? Oh, I think very, very easily. Okay. I mean, Charbonnet is going to get picked up in the third round, like, I think he can go in the second round. I don't know. Because I think I think Gibbs is going to go in the second round. And then I don't know if there's anybody that's going to go in the second James round. James Cook got to the second round. It's true. That's true he did. Yeah, but I tweeted it out today. Charbonnet, the one thing that absolutely scares me about Charbonnet, and it's relevant today, is just the people who he comps to closely, like Zeke and Fournette and James Conner, they all look like the oldest 27-year-olds I've ever seen play football this yeah. last season. Yeah, but that's fine. I, I'm okay with that because all those guys you've mentioned gave me five years of running back one. Yeah, like, fair, fair. Give me five years of running back one out of my mid-first round pick, and I'm a happy camper. I don't, like... Fair enough. That's how I look at that. Like, especially at a running back position. If you're talking about a wide receiver and you say, oh, like, look at these wide receivers that are getting run down after five years, like, that's different. Like, mm. the longevity of that position should should last ten years. But for these guys, if you give me five years of top-tier elite production, run them in the ground. I, I'm, I'm good with it. I, I'm, that, that doesn't bother me at all. That, that does not scare me in the slightest. I got you. I also think that what, it's going to be interesting to see if these guys find homes. I, and they will, but it's like there's something with the, with the running back position that is just so replaceable. Yeah, I mean, hell, we can we just brought it up and we can make it an easy transition. The running back position is not going too well for the free agents, and now at the top of the list is Zeke. Yeah, 
so yeah, so the, some of the, the best free agents still out there, Zeke, Kareem Hunt, Miles Sanders, Fournette, Jamal Williams, and don't forget Austin Eckler asked for a trade. Yes. So that's six good running backs. Mm-hmm. And it's like we do this. This is my problem with these running backs and taking them in the late first round here in Dynasty is that like there's not a ton of room for these guys. True. Like if let's pretend that Fournette gets a, a another bell cow gig. Let's pretend that Zeke gets another bell cow gig. So say one of those guys goes to signs with imagine Zeke doing the Ohio State backfield going going to the Bears now. Who who else needs a running back? The, uh, the Buccaneers are apparently interested. The Buccaneers will look to get another guy to compliment Rashad. That's not Bell Cow. I think that'd be really funny to if you just replaced Lenny with Zeke. That would, I mean, that like, would that's be that's that's actually pretty lateral for being hundred Spider Spider Man meme. That that to me screams draft, not one of these guys. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins just re-signed all of their middling running backs. Yeah, they're just going to continue doing the 49ers rotation. The Panthers probably could use a bell cow. So, oh, yeah. Panthers definitely need somebody. Panthers need a bell or cow. Or Kareem Hunt. The Falcons need a bell cow. So there's a couple a- AFC or NFC Souths. This is the time we talked about. Kamara's about the time they brought in somebody for Ingram, but that's not a bell cow. So there's maybe that's th- probably more of a draft than a free agent signing for the Saints. There's maybe three bell cow positions right now available. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can say Philadelphia if because they didn't resign Sanders, even though they who they just bring Rashad up? Penny. Rashad Penny, what do you fucking do? There's just there's not enough holes for these young running backs to make an impact. Mm-hmm. Now you can look and say. They, there's going to be a lot of 1Bs, right? Like, I could see the Texans taking somebody to compliment Damian Pierce. You can see, you know, maybe somebody making, you know, getting drafted by the Browns to be the new Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Browns, right? Commanders. Uh, I'm trying to think of people who need to, like, 1A or 1Bs. Eagles, I think, would be up there again. They, yeah, they just love it. But, yeah, and then, and, but like I said, then I'm frustrated. Like, I just want the... I want the Dolphins to get a really good running back and just say, just stop with these like crummy dudes that they just hodgepodge together. Mm-hmm. It works for them, I guess, but like, it just it's so frustrating. Because then there's thought now there's also rumors too that Dalvin Cook is out there in free agency or sorry in, is available for trade. I don't know how much he's available. That report was really just like one team made a very serious offer. For him. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you could say maybe Patriots could use a running back. But that's not a bell cow situation. Mm-hmm. Seahawks don't. Bengals need a backup because Samaje's gone. The if the Broncos are ready to give up on Javante. Also, like there's been rumblings for months that they're kind of tired of mixing. Really? Yeah. I, I, again, this is like that, that was just like rumor stuff. But they kept saying he might get cut and all this nonsense. I'm just like. He just signed a deal. It doesn't make sense. There's not a reason to do it. Do you think the Rams would go after a running back? Oh, Rams definitely should go after a running back. Are you kidding me? I mean, Cam Akers has looked better. There's just, yeah, my point, there's really there's three main, like, bell cow holes left, right? Mm-hmm. There's the Panthers, there's the the Bears, and then who was the third one? Ah, crap. Maybe, the maybe the Patriots... Maybe the Commanders, maybe the Buccaneers. Your point's there. Like, yeah. There's just, I'm worried. So, but who, so then the question becomes, we're just kind of talking in circles here, but who is it, 
it makes more sense for these teams to take youth, I guess, because it's going to be cheaper. You take somebody mm-hmm. out of the draft, third-round guy, you're going to pay him pennies instead of saying, hey, Miles Sanders, come be our 1B in Cleveland, right? Yeah. Like, maybe they, maybe he wants to do that, but I don't know. I still would really like Sanders to go to, <clears throat> excuse me, to Carolina. Just get somebody with a little no. bit of receiving upside. I want somebody to... more than that. There's like, nobody available more than that. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That that team is in shambles right now. I really, they just got to figure the fuck out. Like Kareem, I can see like Kareem Hunt going to like Houston. Him, him, and Damian Pierce. Would I would be, hate that, but it, it, it would make sense. It makes sense. Jamal Williams could go to the Houston. I think that would make sense. That's just basically like, thunder and thunder at that point. It is, but like I mean, and Kareem Hunt and, and Damian Pierce are very similar run styles, anyways. But true, true. I want to see either. I want to see either Eckler or Elliott to go to Chicago. I think that would be really cool. I could see that. Uh, I still think Buffalo needs somebody like Oh, yeah, Zeke. we didn't talk about Buffalo at all. Yeah, I think Buffalo yeah. needs somebody like Zeke, someone who could really, like, put some power into their game. They, you know, if they scream Jamal Williams to me. Them, they have been connected to Jamal Williams. It makes sense. It makes so much sense. Bring the thunder. He would be much better than whatever they had. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Singletary. That, that, that's, even Cream Hunt there would make sense, too. Oh, I'd love Cream that, Hunt there. That would be really sick there. But I think they would probably target more of a true power like power back i agree all right we got we got way off track but that's okay that's kind we of, talked about the running back kind of the name of the game uh the next most meaningful move i have on the list here is uh jacoby myers to the raiders which obviously everybody's bringing up the infamous chandler jones interception of jacoby myers and now he's playing for that team yes but they so when this happened this happened before the darren waller trade and we said in our group chat, oh, this is the end of Hunter Renfro. But I said, credit to me, I said, or is it the end of Darren Waller? You bring up group chats now? Well, sure. You don't, why? You got more group chats to bring up? No. I mean, that was, it was more just, I had to toot my own horn there. But I still think Renfro's value just gets tanked. But yeah, it's a, he's a good two to Devontae. He is. He's just, again, another guy who I really want Carolina to get. A guy who's just super reliable with his hands. Uh, if you throw it his way, there's basically a 70 to 80% chance he's going to catch it. Yeah. Just, yeah, real solid. Basically Juju. Like, basically similar to Juju. Which, Jacoby was a little salty. I saw him tweet out being like, it's a cold world when they sign Juju to the exact same contract. Yeah, that I mean, he's not wrong. Spot he's the not. I mean, that's... Is Juju that much of an upgrade over Jacoby? A little bit. Yeah. Not not a ton, but yes, a little bit. He did dish one Super Bowl, so. Did he? Yes, he did. Because he, he got the hold? <laughs> he was, he made catches. He did make he catches. I'm giving you shit. But... He was involved. You hate Juju. Juju's a, a nice boy. Uh, so I guess we just talk about these guys in tandem. Juju's the Pats. Who, okay. Just thank God. It's just somebody. But again. It makes so much sense, though, like. That's part, like he's just going to plug and play into the Jacoby Myers role. Mm-hmm. So the question then remains, who is going to have a better fantasy year, Jacoby Myers or Juju? Hmm. He. As of right now, because so so you look at quarterbacks. I'm go with Juju. I think it's going to be really close. I think it's going to be close too. Because like, look look at quarterback play. You have Juju or Mac Jones and Jimmy G are just both not exciting. Mm-hmm. The one downside for 
Jacoby is that he's second fiddle to Devontae. Technically, Juju is a wide receiver one right now. Mm-hmm. But Juju just be skating by barely a wide receiver, yeah. like barely the wide receiver one like mark in his life. Yeah. I mean, hey, what a, what, what a great way to live. But just being the wide receiver one barely to Tomlin, Andy Reid, and now Belichick. Uh, Be- yeah, Bill Belichick. I almost said Matt Patricia for some reason. Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably Juju just by a hair. Yeah, I, I probably agree. Yeah, just by a hair. Right at this moment, if they go and sign a big guy or make a trade, which they're not going to do, they don't like paying wide receivers for whatever reason. But, um, but yeah, it was funny that like these things just kind of happened at the same time, and then it's like, oh yeah, these are very very similar players. Did we talk about car getting signed? We did I, not talking about meddling quarterbacks. Well, no, last week. I don't think it was announced last week. That's uh, what I couldn't remember if we talked about it or not, but. Uh, officially announced card of the Saints. And Michael Thomas is coming back. And Michael Thomas restructured for one year. And Jameis is staying for some reason, which I thought was kind of strange. But I'm just mad the Bucks didn't even give Jameis a call. Apparently that was never a thing. I mean, I don't think... I wanted the Jameis return. I wanted I don't the think second you can... chance. If you're the Bucks, you can't do that. Like, you just can't. You can't say... Why hey. not? <laughs> because, I mean, unless he comes he got back... got LASIK. <laughs> yeah, he got LASIK, and we still don't know if it helped because he was hurt the entire time. Like the only way you bring him back is like on like a vetman deal or something like that. Like you can't pay him mm. any money after kicking him to the curb after his rookie contract was up. Like just didn't add up. I mean, Carr is probably the most impactful signing in that division because it's oh, like yeah. okay, are now they... you're just the best quarterback in this division. It's like are they the favorites for that division? Probably, but. Mm. That and you got some good receivers. Much. Michael Thomas is healthy. Maybe you got Chris Olave, who's that, a nice receiver. Rahid Shahid's a pretty good third. I like Rahid like, Shahid. I do too. I mean, that's it's not a bad team. It's just what what can Derek Carr do for you is going to be the question. Or for a transition, does Baker lead the the new the new look Buccaneers to the playoffs once again. So we have that down. So yeah, Baker to the Bucks. You have to think it's going to be a full blown competition between him and Trask. The one thing, I that, think, nah, I think he's going to. You think he's just going to beat flat down? Out on, yeah, I, mean, I think he's going to beat down on Trask. We didn't like Trash coming out. Trash. He is trash. He is trash. We we did not like Kyle Trask coming out, and I don't think he's really shown much in preseason or anything like that to, to put confidence in. I'm honestly surprised that they didn't swing bigger for the quarterback. Here's the thing. One, they couldn't. <laughs> they were out of options. Yeah, yes, that's true. That everybody was picked over at that point. Two, yeah, and also, Except for Lamar. But. True, and two, but they don't have the money. They're yeah, they paying off pay the credit card right yeah, now. They're, they're, yeah, that's they, exactly They, they got the Super Bowl, and now the Bills do, and yep. they're just kind of in that kind of cap room hell now, but they still kind of have the pieces. I'm just saying, I actually, like, Really like the spot for Baker. Well, let's play. Let's play. But, true, let's play true or false here. Mm-hmm. This is the best offense Baker Mayfield's ever been a part of. Yes. Like the playoff team, best receivers. The playoff team in the Brown with for the Browns was an okay. Like that was pretty much just to hand the ball off to Chubb and Hunt. But best receivers, a pretty good young running back. As long as the line is healthy, it's not bad. Like, it could be a turnaround. It could very well be a turnaround. We'll see. We'll see. 
Uh, what other crappy quarterbacks do we want to talk about? Jimmy G, the Raiders, we brushed on a little bit. Oh, the main po- I forgot about the main point I wanted, wanted to make there. If he ruins my Chris Godwin, like he ruined my DJ Moore, <laughs> I'm coming for Baker's head. That's, yeah, that's not, yeah. He just... He will just have this stink around him. It made no it. sense. Like, he just refused three to throw to him. Three 1,200 yard receiving yards. And as soon as Baker shows up, and he also gone. three straight 1,200 receiving like yard seasons with absolute bums yeah. at quarterback. Baker, who is no bum, but no good quarterback either. Yeah, he was nothing, the best of the bums. Like, yeah, nothing. A crap year. Like, I didn't get that at all. If he ruins Godwin like that, I'm going <laughs> to lose it. <laughs> so let's talk about let's talk a little about Jimmy G because he's in the best spot for these like middle of the road quarterbacks. I think you've got to yeah on the fake Patriots. Yeah, the fake Patriots. The fake Patriots. There you go. I. It's kind of underwhelming. Like they're an underwhelming team. <laughs> it, like it sucks for a like, team with Devonte Adams and Josh Jacobs, yeah. and now Jacoby Myers and a cha- like Chandler Jones, I guess. Uh, I mean, he's still good, but he's just old at this point. Well, yeah, and I mean the, the defense as a whole sucks. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's the problem of it is that that offense is not that offense is good, but it's, it will beat the Chiefs one time this year yeah. because it seems to always happen. The offense is good, but it's not good enough to offset how bad the defense is like they've just missed on all those picks on the on defense Fonte uh, mad as hell right now yeah i couldn't imagine i mean just, it's crazy uh so we talked about the car talked about jimmy g talked about baker uh al lazard to the jets which on the non-existent or fake wish list woohoo i i think honestly i, I think it's great I think it was a good signing. I, like it was, I actually thought it was a good signing to the point I didn't put the connection. It was like Aaron Rodgers' receiver at first. I'm like, yeah, they could use a second guy, especially one that's like really good in the run game because they're going to have yeah. Grace Hall back and still mm-hmm. Michael Carter and mm-hmm. still probably going to keep Zonovan Knight around. And I'm just like, oh, and like then everybody else was like, oh yeah, like of course they get him. Everybody's they're getting all the Packers. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah I guess I didn't th- consider that at first. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then yeah, the fake or true whatever it is, the wish list comes out, and it's like it does make sense. I think he'll, I think he's a great compliment to Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. I think, I think he's he'll walk in there and immediately. Uh, you can bump Elijah Moore and just straight right. Slot That's off. what I was going to say is push push Elijah Moore down into the slot, which I think is probably where he should be. Mm-hmm. Corey Davis is a free agent, right? Or is he, no? He's still there, but there's a chance there. he gets cut just yeah. for the fact that he's just getting a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah a lot of money for not a lot of production. Um, yeah, I like that one. I think that I think he, especially with the Aaron Rodgers coming in, I think he kind of sticks right where he was. That wide receiver three on your fantasy team, uh, maybe low end wide receiver two if you're desperate, mm-hmm. um, and let him take the single coverage away from Garrett Wilson and see what you can do with it. I still think the Packers purposely let out the report that it was they were like Rodgers wasn't holding out the deal, so now all the quarterbacks can get signed up for the. Jets have a chance to sign anybody. Yeah. That's my tin hat theory. Yeah, I don't think you're far off. So we're, we're starting to get to the less sexy picks or the less sexy topics here or signings. Uh, Penny to the Eagles. So this is more of a fantasy. Like Twitter exploded for this. I always thought Rashad Penny was like an LOL thing. Just a meme, basically. At this point. Yeah, I thought it. Was, I thought it was. But no, no I did, did not realize how many Rashad Penny truthers there were until free agency started to pick up. And as soon as I saw the Eagles picked him up, I was like, "Oh God, this is going to blow up." 
and yeah. it did so many Elijah, almost called Elijah Penny. Yeah, Rashad Penny. Yeah, so many Rashad Penny truthers. I'm sorry, he's gonna let you down again. R- Rashad it's gonna happen again. You knew Rashad Penny was gonna bust when he went in the first round. Yeah, as dumb as that sounds, it's like I honestly believe that if the Seahawks took him in the second round, he would have had a better career arc, which doesn't make sense, but it's true, I think. So, yeah, I, I there's unless they're really going to say it's going to be a, like a absolute clusterfuck of Rashad Penny, Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott, who just resigned too. Like, mm-hmm. they love their Boston Scott. Like, they have to get... They will keep four running backs on that roster. They have to get somebody else right like yeah i doubt that it'll be a top. somebody i would imagine they would probably a day two player i would imagine but i could see them just going to the yeah. well of the day three people because that's what they do is just they pick do day they, three guys they just love to wait and go get and fuck kenny gainwell over and they just yeah they go through all those guys like that which is probably what will happen and Somebody will get stuck in there, and we'll. I would love to have shares of Gainwell right now because as soon as as soon as Penny gets hurt, oh it's yeah, Gainwell. I mean, time. he's he's gonna have a he's gonna have a role in that team for sure. Mm-hmm. They they clearly like him. They were giving him touches in the Super Bowl and in the playoffs and stuff. So he's just not a full time back, which we knew he was just not built to be a full time back. Though they love putting him in the red zone package for whatever reason. So yeah, I, I'm super pumped for that. Uh, not super pumped. Sorry, I'm I'm excited to see what else they add on to that running back room because it's it's going to be somebody that, like you said, a day three pick that is probably going to get overvalued in dynasty redrafts mm-hmm. or in dynasty rookie drafts because Unless it's, it's one of the guys we like. Yeah, and then like, can you imagine appropriately valued if they took I don't know, let's say Roshan in the fourth? Oh. Dynasty Twitter would explode. Ooh, yeah, that would yeah, it would absolutely blow up. That that would actually be really cool. I would like that a lot. I would too. Uh, let's see, Penny to the Eagles, Hayden Hurst to the Panthers. We touched on. I, I mean, that's it's an, just a good. It's an upgrade from Tommy Tremble. I don't think there's much to go there, and especially if you're getting a rookie quarterback. Johnny Smith to the Falcons, backing up or playing the real tight end position for Kyle Pitts. Just that, please make Kyle Pitts a thing. We stop fucking around at I this know. point. Well, yeah, hashtag worried. Uh, Samaji Perine to the Broncos. Fuck him. I really hoped it was Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you should love this for Javante because he's not anywhere near as good as Javante. Like, he's not, but I'm, he's not going to take snaps away from Javante. I, wouldn't, I didn't think anybody coming in would take snaps away from Javante. I'm more worried about Javante's health at this point. If well, he's yeah. going to be there for week one. I mean, who knows? He seems like he is going to be washed out of the league pretty quick, which is scary. Like, it, that's kind of feels like what his track record, not or what his arc is starting to format, where it's like he had all this hype. I wouldn't go that far. I just think he just he got hurt and, and he didn't show he got hurt in college. He yeah. had a low like actual snap count in college. Yeah, so this is his true first big injury, at least to my knowledge. Yeah, uh, hopefully he bounces back. And hopefully I'm wrong, but I'm like, just nervous about him starting week one. That's all I'm nervous. About, I'm just I'm honest. nervous about him. Just like I said, just getting frustrated i feel like he hasn't had like a f- real opportunity to have a regular off season as a starter and go through all that stuff i think he's i'm just getting a little bit worried my my ears are burning no not burning my my rate my antenna's up for this i think for him it's like might be might be the b word might be a b word 
so McGlinchey to the Broncos was something else I, w- I want to talk about. That's offensive tackle from the mm-hmm. Niners. I, I that was a good. I think that was a nice move because we saw how bad Russ was under pressure last year. Yes. He had no time. Uh, and then who got so, who got traded? Have- uh, McGlinchey and Borles uh, on the other side. Yeah. So Broles, I can't remember how to say it. Bowles, I think it is. What? Todd Bowles? Nope, that's somebody it's else. Not Todd that's Bowles. somebody else. <laughs> anyway. Todd Bowles, whoops. Yeah, it's a good it's always good to just reinforce that offensive line, especially yeah. when you have when you have very heavy intentions on running the ball with Javante and yeah. keeping Russ up. Uh and then the Texans traded for a uh, lineman too, didn't they? Yeah, Texas got uh, Shaq Mason. Shaq Mason from the yeah from the Patriots, right? Or yeah. Patriots or Bucks? well, he was on the Bucks. Went to Bucks, Patriots yeah. and Bucks. It's a good signing. It like, is right now as it stands because we don't know what Larry Tunzel is going to do if he's going to stick around if he's going to get traded. Yeah. Whatever. Right now, the Texans actually have a pretty solid offensive yeah. line. The, yeah, the line is not bad right yeah, now. Yeah, they have Max Sharpening at the one tackle who is not great, but he's you would like to replace him, but it's a little bit hard to. You have two. You have a rookie tack or guard you took in the first round last year. Now you have Shaq Mason. Now you have Larry Tunsil. You don't have a center, but there's a couple good ones this year, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I think whoever Texans has, like whoever they get, I think is going to have a, like a little nice line to protect them. Yeah. They're not going to throw them to the wolves. I agree. So if Texans just could get one more receiver. I'd be like, wheels up on Texas. Let's go. You're, what? Bobby Trees is nobody? Yes. Oh. Yeah, you're right. He is. <laughs> like, I mean, Cooks is technically still on the roster, but... He's probably going to get traded. I'd oh, be yeah. absolutely shocked if they still held out on that. Yeah, he'll be... I agree. He'll be gone. But, yeah, I mean... Unless it's Quentin Johnson at 12, and then I'll just be upset. <laughs> they're basically, like, one or two steps behind the Bears right now. Like, mm-hmm. they're just trying to reload. They still got all the picks. Still got all the picks. To- oh, that would be... What if that would be if they just double tanked it, got a quarterback, <laughs> tanked it, Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, they don't need a double tank. They've got seven thousand picks. Fair. So like they like that's what I mean. It's like they're just one step behind them in terms of like they need to get a quarterback that can play. Um, they did sign Case Keenum. Can you imagine just Bryce Young throwing to Harrison? Honestly, I like I would love Bryce Young there now, especially with like Case Keenum, because like hey, I'm not a big guy either. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of be your mentor and show you how to do things. And it's maybe this is the last stop for Case Keenum. Kind of cool that he started and you know, went to University of Houston and then finishes in Houston too. That's kind of neat. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, he was all the, did all the record setting and stuff like that in Houston. Shout out Case. So, um, yeah, good Still for Still has the most electric play I've ever seen oh in NFL God. history. Skull, baby, skull. Heineken to the Falcons. Heineke to the Falcons. You knew what I meant. Old Brewski. Uh, yeah. Falcons again. Throwing this year in the trash. And they're just continuously wasting their young receiving, like, receiving core that they have. I mean, is, do they really have a young receiving core? They have Drake London, and that's it. I count Pitts in that. He's basically a receiver. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... Well, we were so... Pitts got so screwed last year that they probably want to make sure that they've got something there. I don't know, but... Yeah, the Heineke thing is strange. I, I still think they should really try and go after... Um, Go after Lamar. I think if there's one team that should do it, it's them. I believe so too. I just don't understand why. Yeah, they I, have the money. Yeah, they have everything the lines capital. up. They have the picks. They don't yeah, have like, the top five pick that they have to give up. Yeah, like it makes so much sense for them to go after. But um, yeah, I I really hope they do that. But I also like I like rooting for Heineke. I know he's not he's not a top thirty NFL quarterback, but like, but he's on that Jacoby. He's on that. Yep. 
I don't know, it's Baker in that category yeah. at this point. He's just, on that, yeah. He, he's, he's your backup. He's your top tier backup. He's the best backup you, you can buy. Yep, top tier. Um, speak, speaking of that, speaking of Jacoby, we talked about Jacoby going to the commies a little bit. I don't know. I don't think Sam Howell's better than Jacoby Brissett. Here's what's going to happen. Here's my prediction for this. They're going to announce it's an open competition. It's going to be the most Fugazi competition ever. <laughs> it's always going to be Sam Howell, and Sam Howell's going to be benched by week six. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we tried. Never yeah. mind. I think you're a thousand percent Caleb right. Williams, let's try it. Yep. Let's... <laughs> I think you're a million percent right. We ain't, we ain't competing in the division this year. Let's wrap it up. Darnold to the Niners. Meh, whatever. It's a quarterback that breathes and has a pulse. Yeah. And with a clean pocket can do things for you. And you know what the 49ers usually have? A clean pocket. Yeah, it's kind of weird that, like, oh, are you out on Purdy? Or maybe Purdy's injury is that bad that they're worried about the backup there? I would have said – I'm just worried in general. I lost all my quarterbacks this year. Yeah. I'm bringing somebody. Isn't it crazy? Like, yeah, they literally lost three good quarterbacks this year on the way to the NFC Championship. And you get somebody besides this year has been relatively healthy his entire career. I think he's missed this and a couple games for Mono. Darnold? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the mono thing that was fucking weird. Yeah, I don't know. I it's fucking Darnold. He I think I think if Purdy's healthy, I think they should just cut his ass and or just have him be the third guy because I'm not I'm not buying it. I don't I, I thought don't. you meant cut Purdy. I'm like, what you No, mean no, cut no, no. Purdy? I think that you keep Purdy. Hell, you you maybe start Purdy over Trey Lance. <laughs> they might. I think they will. I don't know if they will. I think they will. Uh, I'm leaning towards I think they will. Uh they won't. They won't, they won't, they won't. What did they trade, Trey? So I saw, I was, it was probably not a real rumor, but they were talking about a Trey Lance-Lamar Jackson swap. It's like, I would I would love that. That'd be intense. That would be... That'd be so intense. Kyle Shanahan and Lamar Jackson. They don't have a first this year. Yeah, you'd have to go like a 2025 first and Trey Lance, but oh, that'd be nuts. Yeah, like that would be a hell of a trade. Because yeah, that wouldn't be a I wouldn't be a tag. That would be a that would be a sign and trade. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> that'd be really sick. That that'd be super interesting. They wouldn't have. I don't think the 49ers have the money to. Pay I don't think. I don't think they. There's a lot of money in that defense. I, I'm sure that they probably don't have the money. And to pay in Trent, and into Debo, and into Christian McCaffrey, yeah. and into Trent Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. for some reason, into Kyle Uzcheck. <laughs> Uzcheck. Hey, he's a beast on that team. He's worth every penny that team pays him. Uh, Dalton of the Panthers, that red is going to look real bad. That red is not going to look great in that powder blue. Not much to say there, although he might actually be the starter, I guess, if you don't think too hard. If you think they're going to take Anthony Richardson, this pick makes a lot of sense. Or this pick makes a lot of sense. Just let Matt Corral play. I promise. I saw Matt Corral's on the block. <laughs> is he? <laughs> I saw it. I was, I was sending it to you. I'm like, no way anyone trades with this guy. Yeah, there's, he's got no value, no tape. Uh, yeah, that doesn't. I mean, honestly, that I was gonna. What fly, a shit group of quarterbacks that year. That year, yeah, it really go was. Down. I, I I tried to fly by this, but actually, it's like Andy Dalton actually might just probably gonna be the week one starter there, unless they end up getting. If they go Stroud, I would. Ima- I couldn't imagine Stroud not starting week one. I mean, and probably Young too. Probably mm-hmm. still. But... I still think it's a race between Richardson and Stroud. I think they want size. I I still think the Richardson is gonna go one. I think it's just it's Cam Newton two point and wouldn't it just make so much sense to play Andy Dalton for the year and just tank? Yeah, and then, then they take Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, you're just <laughs> Whoever gets Marvin Harrison Jr. is just going to yeah. go to the playoffs the next season. It's going to win. Like, we were just talking, like, right before, like, 
we started recording for our sound test, we were talking about like the best wide receiver prospects that we've ever seen since mm-hmm. we've been like doing Dynasty. And just a quick list. It was Jamar Amari, Devontae Smith, C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy. Shit, Marvin Harrison might be two. Yeah, he's yeah. He would be pushing Jamar Chase for sure. Yeah, it would be very very close. Uh, let's see. Case Keenum, we talked about. Uh, Jared said then went to Denver. Yawn. Um, Mostert, Wilson are both back with the Dolphins. Like we talked about, that blows. Just pick one good one. And then Travis Homer to the Bears technically would be their starter, I think, right now, actually. Khalil Herbert. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Khalil Herbert. Yeah, do they just run with Khalil Herbert? I don't think they do, but... I could see them he drafting. He did look bad. I could see them drafting another guy. They, Khalil Herbert looked excellent at he times. Did. I mean, I was a Khalil Herbert hater, and mm-hmm. I turned very quickly that, that I was wrong. I was very wrong. So I want to see him get more of a workload. That's kind of why I hope they draft more... Even, if they draft somebody or just get somebody who like a Deontay Foreman who's nothing yeah. but a just straight in between the tackles runner, yeah, which I still think he did better. Herbert than does great running we, in between the tackles, better than I thought he would for sure. Yeah. I would love to see Herbert with a full load. Oops, Giggity. that sounds gross. Giggity. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty much it. Let me just do a quick refresh of the uh, transaction. I've been, I tracker. still got the Schefter tweets on fire. I don't really think there's been anything. Nah, unless you count Jadavian Clowney getting cut. Oh, did he get cut? Mm-hmm. Refresh, yeah. Doesn't look like there's much going other than that. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for what we have today. We talked about some of the running backs remaining. There's a lot more big names at running back than there are for wide receivers. OBJ did a private workout for a couple teams. Apparently, Bring him back. Bring him back. Where? Bring him back to the, oh, Giants, to the Giants, baby. Oh, I don't know if you want him at the Giants. Uh, I saw a report as we were recording that the Giants are basically in on the remaining deep threats. They are, really? So, Chark, Meekhold, Campbell. Was the main t- that was the main two. Yeah. Was... I mean, Paris Campbell's not going to get on the shot, I don't think. Eh, maybe. You, I, honestly, I don't even want Meekhold. There's, there's a chance both either Meekhold or DJ Shark gets paid. Like, paid, paid. I think like there's a chance for... a year paid. There's a chance DJ Shark gets that. I don't think Meekhold gets that. Meekhold has done... What do you think Meekhold's... Most yards in a season have been seven hundred. Nichols. Chark's been. Chark's can't be much better. I think Chark had. Chark with thousand yards. He might have had one. Uh, six hundred ninety-three yards in twenty twenty-one. Let's go. Only not even three hundred this year though. Uh, DJ Chark career season stats. I wouldn't hate Chark on the Giants. Yeah, I mean it's. You just want a bigger name. You, there's no bigger name available. Shark had a thousand yards in Jacksonville. Nice, good so, for you, DJ Shark. <laughs> it's like five hundred yards, one hundred and fifty, seven hundred, a thousand, one hundred and seventy-four. Yeah, actually, that's backwards. But he had five hundred yards in Detroit last year. Uh, yeah, and then tight ends: Dalton Schultz and Gasecki are still out there. That's those are at least Schultz. I'm surprised about. I thought somebody would have jumped at the, at the shot or like jumped at the chance of Schultz. Yes, I, I both of them. I mean, Gasecki. Gasecki got phased out because that bit. that offense is just too weapon heavy. Mm-hmm. Like he's still a really good pass catching tight end. Like he's basically Evan Ingram. Like they play the position the same way, and that turned out pretty good in Jacksonville this year. So, so. do you think this is an indicator that what we've been saying 
it looks like NFL circles are saying the same. This is a very elite tight end class, and they would rather just get a tight end on the cheap than paying a lot of money to Schultz or Gusecki. I think tight ends are just so hard to evaluate. I don't really know why that is, because it's like, can you block? Yes, good. Can you catch? Yes, good. You can play football. Like, may, or maybe it's not so much they're hard to evaluate. It's just that I think that every scheme uses tight ends so differently. I can I can buy that. I think that's probably what it is, and and it's like they're in most their most schemes they're probably an afterthought. But then you have a select few like Kansas City, like Baltimore, like Kyle Pitts in Atlanta, like George Kittle, where they are featured. So it's just like. So much of it just relies on all that, and it's just so hard to figure out how they're going to translate in. But, um, but yes, I do think that this is something that is a deeper class. I think Schultz will still get signed somewhere. I'm not sure where. I'm not really up to date on who really needs a tight end. But, and then Gasecki will probably have to wait till after the draft. I bet. Yeah, or, or sign a one year deal. Yeah, take something quick and easy. Mm-hmm. So. Like your mom. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Hurtful. Hurtful but true. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I We can sit here and talk more and hope there's a breaking news on, on the podcast. I think we're but, good. <laughs> I think we're good, too. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Jet Set Dynasty. We are tweeting. We are going to get back to the rookies next week i only got like three rounds of people so far not fully watched but like i got about 20 watched and like about three rounds of people where i kind of feel good around about. yeah i'm i was gonna start doing this weekend like, i don't need to watch tank dell to show to be like eh, i'd probably take him in the third he'd probably be like a yeah guy. but you still want to watch oh, tank it'll get there we still have two we still have like a month and a half it'll get yeah, there it is crazy how quick it's kind of sneaking up <laughs> free agency is going to carry us through like one more week i started and then, watching the receivers and i'm just yeah it's hard it's, it's underwhelming. not fun to watch so be sure to follow us on twitter rate review subscribe tell a friend we've all got dynasty friends we are going to have a dynasty draft, a rookie draft that should be coming up here within mm. the next three or four weeks. That'll be fun. So that's always our first kind of dip in to the uh The absolute shitstorm of a draft that is one QB before the draft. So you're just picking your guys and hoping for the best. Yeah. that's It's a shit show of a draft, and I love it. Yeah, it's it's probably my favorite ever. So, All right, we'll be back next week, and we'll be talking rookies and probably some more free agency recap. So, um, okay, great. Love you.